Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On The Pace. It's Miles Geeran joining you to talk all things harness racing for the next 30 minutes or so. And we are smack bang in the middle of the great carnival, the Gold Crown Carnival coming out of Bathurst. They raced their last Wednesday. We got rolling with the first sets of heats again on Friday. And today, with the day meeting kicking off at 1.17, we have the heats of the Gold Chalice. Uh, and it's three, four heats of the Gold Chalice, sorry, and the Gold Bracelet. So these are the three-year-olds kicking off with the boys and the girls taking turn about today at Bathurst to qualify for Saturday's big finals. Going to talk exclusively about that this morning and try and find you a winner and the leading driver in New South Wales and on his way to Bathurst is Cam Hart. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us this morning, Cam. That's okay. Morning, Mick. Mate, you're feeling in form. You got a treble at Menango on Saturday night. You're seeing them well? Yeah, I've been uh, having a good run, um, you know, at the start of this year and yeah, just been lucky enough to get plenty of good opportunities and just trying to make the most of it. Gold chalice heats can be strange things. They can pit uh, lower-grade horses against top-grade horses, and you find yourself on one of the lower-grade ones and the first on the card, Joe by the Seaside. I would have thought anything in the top half of the field would be a good result for Joe. Yeah, that's right, Mick. He's probably a horse that might be able to feature maybe in one of the lower constellations. Um, you know, he's not hopeless. He's got his fair share of ability, but he's has got a few tricks up his sleeve, and there's a couple of really quality horses in this race, so he'll just be looking for shortcuts today. Mate, you can have a bit of a break after that. You can have races uh, two and three off to load up with some food for the remainder of the day. And the fourth on the card, you're on a really interesting horse. Tintin Joe has joined the stable of your good friend Jason Grimson, has looked at times really good, even including at Menangle level, but last time out was disappointing when you weren't involved with the horse. What's the word from Jason on Tintin Joe in race four, number two today? Yeah, I haven't spoke to Jace too much about this, Philly, but um, like you said, she's looks pretty handy and she has got pretty good figure form um obviously last start she might have been below her best but um you know some of her previous runs have been around some nice fillies and she's gone really well so from the good draw i expect it to be pretty hard to beat in this heat i thought it wasn't a bad race and savion and eve crocker were good through the oaks series so it's not just a case like some of the horses you drive for Jason of, of going out there and bullying them, Cam. It, it could be quite a tactical race early. Yeah, that's right. I'm not, not too sure how I'll drive her. I'll obviously have to speak to Jason sort of get his opinion on the horse. But, um, you know, I know she's got a little bit of early speed. And like you said, Savion's a nice filly and, and so is Eve Crocker. So it's not going to be easy, but, you know, she come up with a handy draw. So she, I can't see her being too far away in the run. Made in race five at 3.41, you drive naturally gifted. He was excellent winning his heat of the New South Wales derby. And I thought you were home in the final. Um, Wayne Demich seems to have really got this horse into a good space. And I thought really hard to beat here 
back at Bathurst. Yeah, he's just going so well, you know. He he was massive in the derby, and uh, you know today he's come up with a good draw, and he looks the fast runner in the race. And he had just a nice little hit out at the trials Wednesday, and you know I didn't do too much with him, but he he won well and just felt really good. He's just in a good space at the moment, and um, you know he just seems to be getting better and better. And yeah, I think he'll be too hard to beat today. Cam, for those people who want to have a multi today and they love to see the favourites run to the front in these heats, is he a horse who has the gate speed to do that? Yeah, he's got um, you know good early pace and I expect him to be leading today. OK, race six, you're on Catastrophe. Again, one for Katie McGill at big odds. Um, I would have thought Barrier one, a couple of favourites on the front line and Windy Hill Tara and Major Delight. You won't need to do too much thinking here, Cam, if you can just stick to the marker pegs and hold on for as long as you can. Yeah, that's right. There's probably a couple of fillies that have got a bit of class on their side in this, but, um, you know, I think from the draw, she could probably run a hole. Um, she's got a good early pace and uh, drove her at Goulburn the other day in, in 56 and she was hard held to the line and couldn't get out, so she's going well enough and um, you know, I expect a couple of those probably be a bit too good for her, but you know, third or four from fourth, um, you know, wouldn't surprise me in this sort of race with the draw. You've got a new drive in race seven. This is again for the boys, and Catalpa Rescue was really good winning its heat of the New South Wales Derby. Um, didn't have much luck when driven a bit upside down in the final. Look, you come in here to the outside of the front line, there's a scratching inside you, and I thought you actually came into the easiest heat. Um, I presume you haven't had a sit behind Catalpa Rescue, but obviously you've seen plenty of it. Yeah, I've seen plenty of him, and I've, I've um, done a little bit of work with him at home with Shane since he's been trained him at Menangle, uh, this preparation. So I've sat behind him a couple of times, and he's definitely a horse with a good turn of foot and high speed, and he's got a bit of gate speed as well and he does look the, the class runner in this heat so I'd like to get him you know, up amongst it early and I think it'll be pretty hard to beat in that one. When you say you've done some work with him Cam, often the Derby series can flatten horses extending out to 2400 metres twice in a week. How does he seem to have bounced through that? Yeah, Shane said he's sort of freshened him up a little bit and hasn't done too much with him but he says he's um, in a good spot at the moment so yeah, I expect him to run well. Mate, we have uh, had the heats for the two-year-old fillies and the, and the two-year-old boys so far. What have you made of your crown drives so far? Because it hasn't been easy shopping up there at Bathurst. It's been hard to get on the right horses when horses like Solo Spectre and those sort of horses are getting up there and winning by big margins. It's, um, it's not going to be an easy crown series to win. No, that's for sure. Um, you know... I haven't got anything in the crown at this stage unless I pick one up, but looking at the heats, there was some really handy performances there. As you said, Soho Spectre seems to be a really nice horse and then, um, you know, the horse that Amish Stewart's the David Marian drove, it was super impressive, so that was a strong performance. So, yeah, it seems to be, you know, three or four really strong horses in that sort of series in the Colts and should be a good race and I was lucky enough to qualify Gary Hartley's filly in the Tiara and she, uh, you know, went really well in her heat, so I'm expecting a good performance from her. Mate, I know you're a man who likes to do his form day by day. You probably haven't had too much of a look at Menangle tomorrow, but I thought you were on a horse there who had to be hard to beat in Princess Leia in the last tomorrow night. 
yeah, she's been, um, you know, super since coming from New Zealand and she went really quick time at an angle two starts ago and then she was really brave in defeat of Penrith um, off a quick first half, doing it tough. So um, I think coming back to an angle with draw, I think she'll be the one to beat in that race. Cam, heard the news last week that Better Zip It has got a space in the Nullarbor. That's the million-dollar slot race in Perth on April the 14th. So I, I presume you're heading there to drive that one? Yeah, we're heading over there and really looking forward to that. I, um, you know, I've only been to Perth once and it wasn't for racing. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to the Gloucester Park circuit uh, getting on there and having a bit of, of a look around Perth. It should be a good time. Mate, well done. Things are going great for you. You ran second in the slot race last year. It's about cool to be heading to Perth and taking your driving bag this time. Mate, get to Bathurst safe. Get round safe today, and we look forward to talking to you again on Sky Sport Radio. Thanks, Mick. Appreciate it. Cameron Hart does a super job on the track and off it in promoting harness racing, and he has some really good drives today. In fact, two of the favourites in the boys' three-year-old series at Bathurst, where we kick off at 1.17. Another one of these young drivers in New South Wales who does a super job is Jack Callaghan. He's also used to driving at the absolute top level, and he is also heading to Bathurst, where he's been busy over the last week. Good morning to you, Jack. Thanks for taking the time to talk to our punters this morning. Yeah, no worries, mate. Good morning to you. Mate, you're, uh, you're busy today. You're driving one for Emma Stewart in the first on the card, our Vinny. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to win because he's up against the New South Wales derby winner and better be the best, but not a bad thing for a man of your age to be getting drives for Emma Stewart. That can only lead to good things. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's uh, probably a race that it's going to be hard for him to win from the back line with better to be the best in it. But um, as you said, always good to get drives at Emma and Clayton and they've been really good to me over the last year or so I've driven a fair bit for them so it's, uh, you know you know, when you're getting on one of those they're always going to put their best foot forward In a race like this over 17.30 where the idea is to try and qualify for the final do you just stick to the marker pegs as best you can and hope you can run past the horse in front of you because it looks like Viking and better be the best will go forward and get on the marker pegs and forward deep may not be a disastrous place to be. Yeah, it probably looks that way. I think, um, you know, with a couple of scratchings now, and when there's a horse like better be the best, that's, um, you know, it looks probably really a class above most of them. There's probably a fair chance they're going to just be an Indian file anyway, so um, we've drawn on the pegs there on the, off the back line, so initially we'll probably stay there and then, just have to weigh up our options after that. In the Phillies heat, the first of a three-year-old Phillies heats today, you're on Lockin' Varzina. Now, she's showing some ability, but the run was queried last time out at Penrith when you drove. Uh, what happened there? She just didn't really handle that smaller track uh, first up and from a really bad gate as well, so she kind of got back in the field and then... Um, just never could really improve into it much, so we're hoping with a few gear changes and now onto the bigger tracks, she should uh, improve a little bit, I'd hope. Mate, in the third on the card, there's been two scratchings and they're both inside you from barrier three. You're on Sweetheart Bart. All of a sudden, you've gone from three 
to barrier one, and he actually looks to have fallen into the right heat. This looks not a strong heat with no Group One standout horse. No, he's a he's a fair quality colt. This he he's uh, raced well throughout the Derby, and uh, you know last season he got beat beat a nose in the Group One, so he's not far off being a Group One winner himself. So. I expect him to be on the front end today and take all the catching. OK, you mentioned coming out of that Derby series. Um, I know there's some great facilities there at Cobbity, so is it a chance for them to get into the swimming pool and relax and they, they can sort of bounce out of that Derby series OK? Yeah, he, he kind of had two pretty easy runs you know, in the heat and, um, as well as in the final, just with a bit of cover just off him as well, so it didn't take much out of him, but as I said, with the facilities there, um, it doesn't take them long to freshen up. Another horse who raced in a derby heat didn't make the final is in race five for you, also trained by Belinda McCarthy today, and Don Hugo. We just spoke to your good mate uh, Cameron Hart with Naturally Gifted. I would have thought if Don Hugo could could get on the back of a Naturally Gifted or stay close to him and get sucked into second if you can't win, That'd be half the job done to get him into Saturday's final. Yeah, that's right. I've seen Matthew gifted the very nice cold himself. And this bloke's heat run was really good. He came from last and um, that was a really quick back half and he made up a lot of ground. So, um, you know, obviously naturally gifted is going to be hard to beat, but I'm sure this bloke won't be too far away off him. And, mate, you've got the work in front of you on Skady in the sixth on the card. It's long odds for Justin Tawney. And you're up against Windy Hill Tara and Major Delight. I imagine this will be a case of not trying to do anything too heroic in this race. No, that's right. Obviously, coming up from Victoria, I probably don't know much about her. But um, and against two really quality fillies, and those you just mentioned, so... Um, I'll we'll probably be looking for shortcuts and hopefully just run into the top four somewhere, I'd say. Mate, last Friday you drove in the Gold Crown Heats and you drove a couple of winners. Tomahawk Bart, again for your boss, Belinda McCarthy, was really good beating Royal Cruiser in the first heat. And then you drove Bob Sloy, who beat some pretty nice horses in that third heat, which was the fifth race of the night. Uh, do you know who you're driving in Saturday's final? Uh, no, I'm not too sure yet. We'll just wait for the draws to come out uh, later tonight and then make a decision then. But uh, both both horses race really well and, and I'm sure they won't be too far away in the final. What do you make of them head-to-head? Are they, are they different types of horses? Are they similar types of horses? One's a sweet loo, one's an art major. Does one give you the feeling that it's a bit more advanced than the other one? Oh, there's probably not too much between them. Uh, Tom Holfart's a bit more experienced. That was his uh, fourth lifetime start, I think, on Friday. and He's been in Newcastle and in England now, Bathurst, so he's done a bit of travelling as well, and and I was only obviously second start and um, first time he'd ever led, even you know in trials and things, never been put on the front. So he was quite green up there, but uh, won really well. And we'll probably see he'll be better off covers again. So, um, you know, there's not a lot between them, but I think they're both, you know, a nice two-year-old that should progress into uh, nice horses right throughout their career.
All right, Jack, uh, for our listeners at home who might want to get involved in some quality harness racing today, what's your best chance of driving a winner at Bathurst this afternoon? I'd definitely straight up, but he looks to get a nice race for him, and uh, I think he's going quite good as well, so he looks on the beat. Mate, just a quick word from you about tomorrow. I know you've got to get through today, but you're driving a trotter called Year You. And the second on the card tomorrow doesn't look an overly strong type of a field. And I thought this one, even though he's had plenty of attempts for not many wins, um, coming down from Queensland, may not be your worst chance tomorrow in the second on the card. Has a bit of gate speed. Yeah, that's right. I drove for the first time last week and it was pretty unlucky. Just went to the line right behind the winners and wasn't fully tested. So um, it showed good gate speed as well. So... We'll be stepping him out and looking to get out pretty handy to him. And you know, I think it's a suitable race for him. He should go close. Mate, we appreciate your time this morning. We know it's a busy day when you have an early afternoon race meeting, mate. Um, get round safe. And we look forward to seeing you crown night on Saturday night at Bathurst. Sweet as thanks, mate. Jack Callaghan, who his best of the day comes up a bit early. So race three today, number three for him, but it starts from barrier one. That's Sweetheart Bart. And the best for Cameron Hart is in the sixth on the card, fifth on the card, my apologies, fifth on the card, naturally gifted. Now, even if you're not looking to get too involved today, a little multi there could get you rolling along with Emma Stewart from Victoria bringing her superstar fully major delight to the meeting. She's unbeaten in nine and was awesome in both Victoria and uh, New South Wales last season. So she'll be fit enough. And she's up against Windy Hill Tara in what's going to be a stunning heat in race six. But you can probably make a case for a little bit of multi-play there, getting them all together. Bernie Hewitt is the king of Bathurst. See either him or maybe Steve Turnbull. I'll let him decide that. Um, he's got a, a powerful team in today and also has been very busy at the Crown so far. How have you been enjoying Crown week and a half, Bernie? Yeah, um, yeah, all good, Mick. Yeah, pretty busy time. Uh, always is this time of year, but, uh, yeah, no, it's been good fun. Mate, we're going to bounce through a couple of yours pretty quickly for today. Some of them long in the market, some of them not so long. Uh, race two on the card, Aurora Joy. Um, look, doesn't have the form, so it's a case, I presume, of just lining it up because it's on the home track and it gets its chance and everybody wants to have a horse uh, in the tiara, even though, of course, her form last season was pretty good. She has won the two races. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, she won a heat and final up in Queensland last May, but um, she's uh, still not at her best, this one, so I'm hoping for further improvement today. And, um, yeah, she's not probably a winning chance, but, uh, you yeah, know, she's a work in progress at the moment. A really good horse of yours, Bernie, who I've always really liked, is in race five, Ripping Rupert. Now, we saw him a really good two-year-old last season. Then he came back and had a slightly interrupted campaign for the, uh, the sort of late November sort of period. Did he just not come up there, Bernie, or did he just have no luck and he decided to put him back in the paddock? Yeah, no, he, he had a, um, a fracture after he won or during the um, Sapling Stakes win last year and um, he had a fair bit of time off and um, he just had another little setback so he's just uh, unfortunately he's had a few uh, problems along the way 
Um, he's on the OD today and will probably, again, need the run, but um, off that bad draw. So I'm just hoping for further improvement. His work is getting better, but he's still probably, um, you know, a few weeks behind where I would have liked him. So we'll see what he does off the off the rough draw today and um, hopefully back in the draw after today and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Burn in race six, you have betting jewel. Now she's had... Nine starts, three wins, four placings would usually be a factor in any race at Bathurst. But what about your luck here? You've ended up against the New South Wales Oaks winner and Major Delight, who's unbeaten in nine and gone 150. Poor old betting Jewel has the job in front of it today. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Mick, yeah, she's, um, you know, she's a nice little racehorse, but she's got a few little tricks as well. And, um, Obviously, uh, you know, she, she looks like she, um, at best, she could probably run a place uh, from that draw and, and the competition she's against today. So there again, she'll just line up, go around and um, hopefully uh, qualifies. But, uh, you know, she, she again uh, should improve with another run or two under her belt and um, probably eyeing off other races rather than this series at the moment. Bernie, one of my favourite girls in New South Wales harness racing is Jewel Melody. God, she's a big, beautiful thing, and she was excellent last season. Had no luck in her heat of the Oaks, but then came out and was really good betting peaceful last week at Menangle. Now, you're up against an Emma Stewart horse in Temping Tigress. I think it's one of the clashes of the day. This is race eight at 5.42. What can we expect from Jewel Melody? And more importantly, over 17.30, is she ready to stick it to the Victorian horse and leave it parked out? Uh, yeah, Mick, um, she's, I'm really happy with where she's at. Um, we took her down and gave her a run in Sydney there a uh, fortnight ago in preparation for this series and, um, and then gave her a, a trial a week ago tonight and she felt quite sharp and... Um, I was really happy with her, her fitness going into the Oaks heat. She was probably a bit fresh and then got caught outside leader and over 2,400 metres first up. So um, her fitness level wasn't too bad. It's just the fact that she was probably a little fresh and, and over-raced in that race. So I've been really happy with her work and she's, she's spot on. She's fit as a fiddle today, so I'm hoping for a big run today, yeah. Okay, does she have the gate speed to go to the top end and, and make life difficult for the Emma Stewart horse? Because as we know, if they get in front of you, they're awfully hard to get past. Yeah, that's for sure, Mick. Yeah, no, I feel she will. She'll, she'll fly off the gate good today and just probably likes that draw where she's just out off the fence a little bit so where she can gather momentum being a big mess. So, um, she knows the start well there at Bathurst and um, you know she'll be ready to fire off the arm for sure. Bertie, you've been busy over the last... Um four or five days you've had horses competing on both nights so far what's your best chance all thing being equal of winning a hometown crown tiara or anything else at the big final night on saturday um well we didn't qualify anything for the tiara so there's no chance there but um we got two two boys through to the colts final um so they're both uh both going quite well um uh, Royal Cruiser and Beach Rider, the two that qualified. Obviously, draws will come into it, Nick. And the fact is that there were some really impressive heat winners. So uh, I have no illusions about how good those heat winners were. So uh, obviously, if we can get good draws and the right trip in in running and a bit of luck, you know, they might be uh, might be lucky enough to figure. But uh, yeah, we'll have to wait for the draws and 
and go from there, Nick. Byrne, the ground's changed so much over the years. Obviously, one of the major things is the fact that it's gone to the bigger track and it's not so push and shove as it used to be. Uh, and obviously now it's over a long period of time. It's over a week and a bit and, and you have the five nights. Is it still worth going to on the Saturday night? Does it still have that magic at Bathurst this Saturday and that mystique about it? Because there's so many other series now. Is Saturday still the big deal it used to be? Um, when you're involved, it certainly feels that way still. Um, you know, and the fact is that it's the first really major uh, two-year-old event of the season in New South Wales. And, um, and probably, you know, that, uh, that includes the other states as well. So there is a bit of mystique about, uh, you know, the, the two-year-olds in particular with the uh, you know, undisclosed form and, and, you know, which, where the horses are going to come up and stand, you know, where they stand for the rest of the season. So, um, you know, I think the winners of those particular races normally go on and, and have standout years, you know, that, it's not an easy race to win, as everyone knows, and um, I feel that um, yeah, it's still still got that mystique about it, and still got that excitement about it, and um, and as far as the Bathurst uh, community goes, it's, it's a very exciting time for the whole whole district, you know. Hey, Boone, you went to the sales last week at Queensland. You picked up a couple. You got yourself a beautiful looking Captain Treacherous Colt. Now, is that a case you buy those for stable clients, and a horse like him's gone? Or if people like the idea of being involved in a successful stable who, who have a lot of success all over New South Wales, can they get into a horse like him? Um, well, he was bought uh, by Wayne later, so he um, he probably doesn't he doesn't syndicate as a, as a rule, but um, um, you know, obviously it's it's better off if you know these sort of things before you attend the sales. Whether you know anyone wants to go into syndicates, but there's always there is always people um, on my books that you know say they'd love to go in a ten percent share or twenty percent share of horses. So um, yeah, it's not not impossible to get into them. It's just making contact usually with the trainers, and uh, you know we can usually organise a, a a yearling for those those clients. Mate, it's a busy old time. We appreciate you taking time, Boone. I know there's gear to be cleaned and horses to be chucked on float. So thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Um, hope the team has some success this afternoon at Bathurst and, of course, for the rest of the week. No worries, Mick. Thanks, though. Great to get some in-depth thoughts from Bernie Hewitt, Cameron Hart and Jack Callaghan for today's Bathurst meeting. It is the third day of what's called the Crown meeting. First race today goes at 1.17. All the odds are available on tab.com.au. It may not be a day where there's huge divvies in a lot of races, but it's a great day for the multi-takers. Better be the best should win the first on the card. Soho Seraphine should win the second. It's not that easy, I know, but I'm giving you the shoulds. Race three, Sweetheart Bart should be winning. Thought race four is a tough one, but race five, Naturally Gifted. And if you want to add a bit of icing to the cake, I think Jewel Melody can beat the Victorian, Tempting Tigress, in the last on the card. That could be, cheekily enough, your five-horse multi for today out of Bathurst. Brittany Graham will be back for the next On The Pace on Wednesday morning at 10.30 to talk more about Bathurst because they have their next round of heats and races coming up on Wednesday night. Until then, if you're having a bet, do so responsibly. We wish you the best of luck.